You know it's bloody awesome, David. What is that, Mads? We've got Doozy Drinks on board as our premier sponsor for the month of May. How good. Now, Doozy is an alcoholic seltzer, and they've got their three flavours, Mads, being watermelon, mango, and lime. Not only that, they've also got two vodka sodas, being Twisted Lemon and Wild Raspberry, at, wait for it, 6%. How, how's that for value? Sensational value, Mads. And they're very health conscious, too, being no sugar and very low calories, and great for a gluten-free or celiac like yourself. Oh, being a celiac, that's absolutely Absolutely heaven, Deeble. And Doozy, more importantly, is owned by Will Haywood, Ollie Florent, and Isaac Haney of the Sydney Swans. How good. And they're based out of Sydney at the moment, but they're branching into Melbourne and soon to be taking over all of Australia. Let's go. I'm Chad Warner, and you're listening to True Bloods, the number one Sydney Swans independent podcast. Jeez, this is the most one-eyed podcast. (laughs) It's what we're here to do. Let's go. Let's actually go. For mine, boys. For yours, then. I'm about to blow a gasket in here. You've kicked three goals for the day, Table. What is going on? Damaging team. Damaging disposal. He's been very, very average. Our best is the best in the competition. This is True Bloods, the number one independent Sydney Swans fan podcast. We're back in the very comfortable friendly confines of the Image Online studios in Abbotsford, Deeble. We are, mad Sitting here with you, son, to review another loss. Can you believe it? Yep, another loss to the Pies three in a row, unfortunately. It's grim, but as, I mean, we've been trying to drive the narrative. I have a narrative that I want to drive, Deeble. It ain't all bad. No. It ain't all bad. It really isn't, and it's surprising because... We can sort of, sometimes when topics come up and that type of thing, we, we can be a little bit pessimistic, I suppose, but I am really glass half full in, in this sure. situation with what's going on with our boys and how we're playing footy and everything around that. It's, as you sort of put in the social question today, it's very close to clicking we're, we've sort of we've rectified our issues in the middle. Contested ball. Lukey Parker's back in form. Oh, he mate. was sensational on the weekend. You know, you got Errol getting his hands on the ball. And yes, we played a, a slightly different style on the weekend and it held up for three quarters. But it's simple as you got to play four quarters against the best in the competition. And, and Collingwood are right up there and they put us to the sword in that last quarter. And it's, yeah, it is disappointing not to get the four points on the weekend. It is, but I really like the way we went about it. I requested us to be physical. First and foremost, I wanted us to be physical. I wanted us to be physical with Nick Dacos. Now, those absolute peanut pie supporters (laughs) can have as much of a sook as they want about what we did to him, but that is what you do to the second best player in the comp. For sure. That is what you do. You need to try and get under his skin. And hey, you know, he may not have cared. He may have cared. Who knows? I know, well, Collingwood clearly saw it coming because they they, they got straight around him. They flew the flag, which is great. That's fine. But to see us do that made me feel comfortable that we were there to play. There was intent to stop him. And I thought Ryan Clark did, uh, first and foremost, a 
bang-up job. I mean, I think Dacos got 25, but a great deal of them were in the final quarter, and I think maybe five of them were from kick-ins. So I think that's a really, really good day out for Ryan Clark. Yeah, he's the, that's where he thrives. And, yeah, definitely going straight to Dacos. That's what you've got to do. He's the second-best player in the comp. Like Clearly, he's probably the best midfielder getting around. And for Clarky to kick a goal on him early, like what do, what do they expect? Massive. What and, do they expect? And yeah. this is the thing. A photo can blow up a situation a lot, especially on your social medias. <laughs> on your Instagrams, on, on your, your Facebook. On your Twitters, all of them. And that still photo of four Swannies players, buddy, touching Dacos on the head. That was literally two seconds, yep. right? And then the spot fires broke out everywhere else bar Dacos, it right? Was, it was so good to watch. It's like we, we didn't really, in that instance, that first one, we hardly really got to Dacos. Yep. And, you know, Paps gives away that, um, you know, little elbow in, in the back or whatever, a bit, bit dog from behind. And I, I didn't like that from Paps. Dable, Dable, don't care. Don't yeah, care. Yeah. Look don't at, care. Yeah, but yeah, you don't you don't care, but you know, it, it was disappointing to sort of get, give away that free kick and it sort of gives them the, the momentum out of the middle. But at the same time, you know, it, it was good to, you know, rough him up and go from there. I just think it shows you know, there's there's a number of schools of thought on this, but I, but I actually that's exactly what I wanted. Yeah. I wanted a little bit of physicality from them. You know, um, uh, just the way Ryan Clark and this is what we talk about when when you're trying to stop Nick Dacos, making him accountable. Because if you actually look at that goal, Nick Dacos was just jogging behind Ryan Clark. That is a man who just does not run two ways. Yeah. In any way, shape, or form. Yeah, he definitely had him on on that occasion. Yeah. And putting the being able to hurt him the other way is vital, and it, it's a huge uh, tag for. Ryan Clark to take. He's yep. three and zip on Dacos now. His influence was down, but at the end of the day, we made the tag on Dacos, but still didn't win the four well, points. And this is the thing, and especially when you're physical like that, there's the other side of the coin that they could say, well, you're not focused. And and look, while, while that may be the case, I think we hung with them for three quarters, but I just want to also talk about what, I, what else I liked, Debel. Our inside 50s, were so much better on the weekend, right? We we lowered our eyes, low kicks, low kicks, low kicks. I felt there was a lot more of a balance between who we were targeting. Wilbur got a lot of looks at it. Heaney got a lot of looks at it. Now, they didn't kick the fucking goals, Deeble. Yeah. But they got a lot of looks at it. Logues, you know, it was much more balanced than the, the very buddy-centric inside 50 kicking we've seen. For sure. It'd be good to have a, a Mark's inside 50 stat because there, there were definitely a few of them and we had some good looks. And i tell you what, Haynes had three good looks at it in 10 minutes yeah. in that first quarter. Yeah. Like Those two set shots, they're, they're a killer. And then, you know, that one that sort of went across the face, it, it's always going to be a tough one to kick. Now, now I will but, say, we were in the first quarter, we were against the wind, but at least the first one was so gettable, man. Yeah. So yeah. gettable. It, and, then, yeah, it's, and we've spoken about it, and it needs to be spoken about. It's just the genuine looks that we had at goal were – were so they killed us not kicking them killed because us. It, you got to put scoreboard pressure on one of the top four teams in the comp and you know getting up by well, well, well I brought it up before in that second quarter we, we've kicked four goals six 
to one goal one. Yeah. Mads, we've That's, worked, we've dominated a quarter. Yeah. yeah. You know, for, what's that? 10 scoring shots to two? That's I think. right, Dave. Very it's good a, maths. It's, uh, yeah, it's so disappointing not to. You know, put the put the foot on the throat when you when you have the opportunity. Yeah, even if you even if you just convert two more, you're in really good, good shape, shape at halftime. Our game looks so dangerous in that second quarter, and being like backs against the wall type stuff. You know, Collingwood really good side playing good footy, and they're up by a couple goals on us. And I think they kicked the first one of the second quarter. Yep. So you know, we'll backs well and truly against the wall, and to work back into it that's a that's another positive to take out of it is you know we had a, a a lot not going right for us but we rectified it didn't panic and then managed to do some really good things with the footy i have no issue with the way we went about it in the first half i thought i mean errol on the wing was so so good man leather poisoning 37 of the best and he actually that that is how you're meant to play the wing yeah right he impacted considerably uh, you, you versus you know how we see the wing played sometimes you find it hard to get into the game he was so impactful um, 37 touches, and so he, much contested footy, man. I think he had 34 up until three-quarter time too. Yeah. Like huge numbers and didn't really get near it in the last quarter as a, as a lot of our players did not in that last quarter. But uh, Errol... Had he, a shot as well. Yeah. God damn it. Had a setters, missed it. Mate. Like, and like most, but er, Errol is effective as... On, on the wing. And I think we've had the opportunity to do that because Parks has has lifted his game. Well, Parks has been absolutely scintillating the last two weeks. That that He looked like a man absolutely possessed on the weekend. He did, didn't he? He's had the five tackles. Uh, he went, went pretty well. He's had three inside 50s. He's had, you know, even three rebound 50s. So... You're dealing with a guy that has really, when required, stood up because that's who you need to be standing up. Yep. You know, when I talk about you're looking to someone for for inspiration and for guidance, that needs to be Luke Parker, and yep. the way he does it is through his actions on the field, Deble. Yeah, it was a class, and his last two weeks have been really, really good. And to have Parks up and firing fixes a lot in that midfield. And we spoke about it last week, and, and Kingy brought it up on uh, one of his shows that he's on on SEN about that extractor out of contest. And Parker is one of the best at the competition of getting that from outside, to, from inside to outside, For I sure. should say. And For sure. Yeah, Parks is so important to us rectifying, well, we've rectified that midfield contest. Can we just talk about the, the game plan that we went in with, Deble? Yeah. Because it's a game plan that we haven't seen a great deal of this year Yeah, uh, that I really liked. It showed that Horse was very considered in his approach to the way sort of Collingwood go about it, you know, just sort of balls to the wall, get it inside 50. Move no it forward what. at all costs. Yeah, and, and you can, if done correctly, you can... You can get teams who play like that, yeah. And I think we were we were proven right in horses. And this this is the thing: people like Sack Horse, Sack Horse. It's like I thought that was a quite a masterful coaching performance for three quarters, and it, it's absolutely and lauded if we get the result yeah, correct. And the the only place it fell down was execution. 
Yeah. You know, imagine if we'd been three goals up at halftime. Yeah. You're in great shape. You're in phenomenal Such shape. Such good shape, man. And, and but I mean, you have what what I mean when I say it's close to clicking is we know we can we we executed that game plan for three quarters, yeah. bar, bar finishing it off with scoreboard impact, right? Yeah. If you just play that extra quarter and you learn to flip the switch and go, okay, now's our time. We're actually going to run over them. You're going to win a lot of footy games, Steve. Yeah, and it, and it's not that game plan that lost us the no, game in that, in that fourth quarter. It was simply not getting your hands on the ball and getting smacked in the midfield yep. that hadn't been happening all day. And, you know, then we when we had to take some risks – to try and win that game, you know, we just turned it over in the middle of the ground yeah. and it went up the other end and you know, we almost had 80 more disposals than them. We had we had 20 more kicks, we had way more handballs. We went at 75% as a team disposal yeah. efficiency. It's these are all good numbers, right? We only just lost the contested possessions, had, you know, 100 more uncontested possessions. Now, I mean, that it's it's there. If we just fix up the goal kicking, yeah, we, we, imagine beating Collingwood on on a Sunday at the MCG, man. Yeah, it would have been good. It would have been good, but yeah, it's so close, and it, it's been a theme all year. Last week didn't take opportunities. Game against Port didn't take opportunities, yep. and it keeps bringing us undone. Yep, and that's three extra wins that we've cost ourselves. Huge. It, it's it's a really gleaming stat. Yeah, like. You have to compare yourself to the top teams, right? You have to. Melbourne is the most accurate team in the comp. That's why they, they win so many games. And even if they're sort of having an off night, they're taking those opportunities and they put the scoreboard impact on the opposition. And we're, we're simply not getting that at the moment. Mm. Laddams at halftime killed me. Yeah. Quarter, killed me. Quarter half, time. Half time. Half time, was half it? Time. Fuck. Could yeah. have been five goals for the quarter. Yeah. It was... Um, that was... No, it's definitely quarter time, 100%. I'll correct you there. Really? Yeah, definitely. Either way. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, what, what was it? You you messaged me and said, Laddam's got a broken man, arm. Man, <laughs> man, it looked like it. The yeah. first contest, he was holding it yeah. like it was broken. Yeah. You, it was It was actually nuts. I've gone, I've gone, I've looked at Liz and I've gone, Liz, I think, I think Esho's Broken his arm. Broken his arm. And and we all the Swanee supporters around us were like, "Fuck, yeah. we're, we're cooked now. <laughs> we're absolutely done." Yeah. Mark Sheeter's going to be in the rock. Fuck. <laughs> it's berserk. But, uh, it was a some type of stinger, and he lost feeling in his left arm, like his whole left arm. So I wasn't surprised after hearing that post game that he's missed that goal at quarter time. Yeah, right. I Could, didn't even couldn't know. feel his left arm. Yeah, right. What for the whole game? Yeah, it sort of started to come back. That's why he came on. But he was definitely hampered. Yeah, right. It, mate, he that is a man that, that puts puts mayo on injuries, I think. <laughs> he's had a few, hasn't he? He's had a few. Our yeah. man, Eshe. <laughs> he's Our a good man, fella. Eshe. What's he had on the weekend? He's, he's had gone all right, mate. 11 touches. What's he? He's only had the nine hitouts. Those stats have got to be wrong. Are you, what, footy-wise wrong? Footy-wise is wrong in the hitout stat. Unless he's got nine and McLean's had ten, I'm which having is a possible. Look on AFL. I'm having Just to a look clarify AFL. that, and up against Billy Frampton with thirty-two. Yeah, he's and had amazing. nine nine hitouts. Yeah, Pretty so, wise, right? Yep. So nineteen between us for the day, but 
Yeah, it's it definitely wasn't Laddam's fault on the weekend. Well, he didn't he didn't give it give any free kicks away. No, so, no, you know, but he, he was hampered with hampered with that injury that he did cop. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, I um, you know who I loved? Who did you love? Justin McInerney. Yeah, good to see Juzzy back in form. Just needed the rest, didn't he? He was chasing, chasing, chasing. Clean by foot. Foot. Yeah, really happy 80, with Juzzy. He would have had a few score involvements, I reckon, but just by me being at the game live. He had five. Five. Very, very good from Juzzy. And just getting the ball in his hands. It was good to see. And, you know, we did play that high possession game. So I think... A, a few of these disposal lists that we see up here probably don't tell the tale of how effective some of these guys were, but I thought Juzzy showed a bit on the weekend. Oh, absolutely. I'm really, really happy he's back, and I'm happy he was able to to take that time to sort of reset. Now, I will give you uh, something, someone that was effective. Yep. Hayden McLean yes. had 19 touches, four tackles, Eight of the possessions were contested in deeps. He went at 95 bloody percent. Kudos. Big kudos to... It's big. Haydos McLean. Dos, as they Dos. call him as. Yeah, I wasn't across this. <laughs> yeah, big dosser. Liz, Liz was going, yeah, Dos, 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 Dos. I'm like, what's going on here? Yeah. But, yeah, really good to see him impact a game like that. Shows he's got another string to his bow. He's not just that forward marking forward, which is a hard position to play uh, every week. So, yeah, very happy with Hayden, how he can, you know, play that pitch-hitting ruck role. You know what I like saying as well? Mm. Buddy up the ground. He's good. He's good. Didn't hit the scoreboard, which we probably need from Bud. Had, that, had that one shot, but he, he, he got his hands on it a bit, didn't he? he? Got his, I loved seeing him in defensive 50, loved seeing him up on a wing. I, I thought it was really good. Yeah. I thought that's, you know, that's something that you can do. And it was good to see. See, I came away thinking, okay, Horse is actually, you know, he's being malleable. He's he's changing things up. Changing a few things up. And I thought, you know, especially with, with guys like McLean, guys like Buddy, you know, there's plenty of ways to skin a cat, Dave. There is. We're, we're not far. Not far off it. And, yeah, it's it's very simple. We start taking those opportunities, and I think that game changes a lot. Not saying we, we would have won, but you, 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 you simply can't afford to drop the ball for a whole quarter. Simply basically. can't. Simply, simply can't. can't. Got to play four quarters of a consistent footy and be able to sort of nullify the influence and goal impact of, mate, of players. Mate, 100% agree. Um, another guy, Ollie Florent, went at 93% as well. And this is the thing. We've got good users by foot, Deeble. So that's why I really, really like this game plan. Yeah. Because it, it actually showcases the ability that they have. Yeah, we've got some skillful players there. Now, I'll tell you one point of concern was my check kicking five goals. Mm. You know the the surprising thing? The damage wasn't done in the air. It was, it was done at ground, ground level. level. And he he took that one grab... One grab in the in the square and kicked a, kicked an easy goal around the corner on the left. But so many of his goals were opportunist, mm. and it sort of found Foxy wanting a couple of times, found um, Tommy a couple of times. Yeah. Those guys sort of were, were the two playing on him. Well, and look, when it goes to ground, Tom's not going to be able yeah. to do much, is he? But uh, yeah, it was disappointing for was. for Meyer check to kick the goals the way he did. But hats off to him. He's a uh, 
he's a player who just gets it done. And that's a career high, kicking five. He hasn't kicked five before. So You, you know they're like best mates. And Foxy. Robbie and So Fox. true. I've seen that yeah, they before. Are. They're best mates. Fuck you. Yeah, he's definitely taken the, taken the cake there, hasn't he? Well, the Foxy had... Foxy had 24. Yeah, had a bit of it. A couple of tackles. But it would be a lot of loose stuff in defence, that yeah, 24. Yeah, sure. That's what his role is. Yeah. Um, Mark Sheever kicked his first goal. Yeah. Bizarre, <laughs> what a way to get your first goal. first goal. But I love that they got around him yeah. as well. <laughs> I was watching that and I was like, fuck, that's not a goal, is it? And they didn't call it a goal it to was, score review. I, I still don't think it's a goal. Yeah. Well, it's, yeah, it's come off the fucking calf, hasn't yeah. it? But, yeah. But unreal for Sheever. Disappointed to see him go down. Apparently that was an ugly... Ugly hyperextension, that. Really? I didn't yeah, see it. Yeah, I haven't seen the vi- vision, but uh, so I saw someone on Twitter said, yeah, nasty hyperextension. Tell you're, you what, you're ki- big on your Twitters, aren't no, you? No, big on the Twitters. It's good space, mate. Good for info. Yeah, but great just, for info. It just seems like there's so many peanuts. Yeah, you just don't engage. Yeah, I find it hard to not yeah. engage. <laughs> Need to engage. Yeah, you do. You do. You know what? You know what kills me, <laughs> what man? What kills you, Tiff? Aaron Francis not kicking yeah. two goals from the same spot and yeah. making the same mistake twice in 10 minutes. Yeah, yeah. Killed that her. just killed me, Mads. <laughs> yeah, it was killed. And I really, I really want to see the impact from Aaron Francis. I, I think it's there, but I tell you what, he's going to be spending some time in the VFL too. Like, he's going to be in and out. Unless he starts to find the execution in his game, he simply will be going back to the VFL. Pretty simple, Dable. If you're a fringe player, you take your opportunities. I don't, I'm not sure if he did that on the weekend. No, he didn't. And I thought he was on the steady incline too from last week. That's all right. You know, it, was a, one, it wasn't a big stats game last week, but there was intent with his punches from behind, his spoiling, and it sort of it paid dividends. He obviously works hard to get into the positions that he did. To get those two shots, right? Yeah. That's good work rate and smart. You've got off, you're a player. We've got a mark inside 50 from 35. Take the opportunity. If you get one 10 minutes later, don't make the same mistake. Yeah. Execute your skills. Yeah. Miss it the other way for all I care. Overcorrect, yeah. right? But don't do the same thing. Yeah. And same with Haynes in the first quarter. Basically, the same look. Push it And simply wasn't kicking drop punts. Like, he, his ball drop was everywhere because they were like, the, he had a shot from 40, 45, and it hasn't made the distance. This is the problem with the hole around the corner kick. Unless you're on the boundary, for God's sake, just kick a drop punt. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny when, you know that goal that Wilbur kicked mm. from like 40, 45, gone around the corner? I said to the, the pies mate that I was watching it with, I said, this this will fall short. But he absolutely flushed, flushed it. Flushed it. And I was like, thank God. You know, just... That's the pessimist coming out in me, I suppose. What did you, you think of Wilbur? Took some good grabs. Hands were good. He gen, Generally, pretty good game. What's he had? The eight grabs, 14 touches, one goal, one. Okay? Yeah, I think he's building. Yeah. You just get it. The more looks we get, we've just got to clean up the accuracy. That's what it all comes down to. It does, to, mate. It's taking opportunities when they're presented to you. That's all you need to do. And it just changes our narrative so much. And it's very hard to say, you know, categorically, because you, you, you're guessing, right? But if we take our opportunities this year, we're not in this position. No, well, I don't think that's that's not so far fetched at all, yeah. Dable. Because we, we, we're, we're, we're in the top six if we take our opportunities. For sure. And and that's why we say we're, we're not far off it and it's glass half full. Yeah, it, it, it 100% simply is. is. 100% it is, man. But, like, 
I mean, at the at the end of the day, the the funny thing about it is that is realistically the easiest part of the game. That is, the, when you're having a set shot, well, it, that should be the it, easiest part of the game. Well, it, you know what they say, Mads, is control the controllables. Correct. And, and you can do that. The The game waits for you to execute your skill. And we are not doing it good enough, and it's subpar and simply not good enough. Yep. Yep. But it's just three three losses in a row. We've got to be realists. It's... I tell you, it it puts a lot of weight on the, in this game upcoming game against Frio. Yeah, for sure. Like huge weight. It's a, it's a, it's a longer way back. Oh, we we get back we get back on the winners. I, I, I think so too. But but if you don't, it's a it's a longer way back. Oh, if you don't, it's then alarm bells. Yeah, because some, something. A, if it's not alarm bells now, it's alarm bells next week. Yeah, because simply if we're we're not winning that game, there, there's we are there's something wrong. Debel. I will bet you a slab of doozies <laughs> that we win that game. Oh, mate, I'm with you. I'm with you. Comfortably, Deeble. Yeah, very good. Very good. But, mate, comprehensive as always. It's uh, disappointing to lose to the Pies. Can't wait to see him again, Deeble. Yeah. Can't wait to see him again. Yeah. Would love to play them again. Yeah, it'd be good. There'd be a bit of uh, oh, yeah. bit of feeling in that oh, one, yeah. I think, oh, for yeah. sure. But we'll be back. Right after this, Mads. With the uh, social engagement. Because we love a little bit of social engagement. You know what I absolutely love, David? What do you love, Mads? Sitting down, watching the Swannies and telling a few doozies with you. There is nothing better than telling a doozy while having a doozy, Mads. Well, that's correct, Dable. And do you know where you get the doozies? Where do you get the doozies? Dan Murphy's online, Dable. How good. They've got your seltzers on there in watermelon, mango, and lime. And they've also got your vodka sodas in your twisted lemon and your wild raspberry. So head on over to danmurphys.com.au and you can get the doozies delivered straight to your door. You know, Deeble, I wasn't much of a dog person until I met my dog, Leo. He's a good boy, Leo. He's a good boy. You know where I leave him when I go to work? Where do you leave him, Mads? I leave him in the capable hands of Matt Donnelly at Man's Best Friend Melbourne. He specialises in dog walking around the Stonington Council area, on lead only, small groups, uh, dog sitting overnight, and he also does puppy training one-on-one, Deeble. Well, you find Matt Donnelly at Man's Best Friend Melbourne on your Instagrams, Mads, and he's on your Facebooks as well. So hit up Matty and he'll get you sorted. Jeez, I think Leo could do it with a bit of that one-on-one training, Deeble. Mention the pod and book any service and get a swan's dog tag engraved. How good is that? Welcome back to True Bloods, the social seg, Mads. We love the social seg. We love the social seg. And who's it brought to by? It is brought to you by Wheeler's Oyster Farm. See, go down, see Jimmy at the shed, sheds in Pambula. Open, closed oysters. Absolutely. They're down on the uh, Sapphire Coast there, and it's a really nice part of the uh, of the country, Mads. And you've got to go in there and see Jimmy in the shed. They are some of the best. They are Australia's best oyster. Calling it right there. Straight up. That's it, Faithful. They've Australia's got, best. They've got you unopened. They've got your closed oysters too if you want to go home and chuck them yourself, Mads. You know, cook up a bit of natural. Uh, uh, you can have it natural or a Kilpatrick or an oyster Mornay, Mads. You'd be a Kilpatrick man. Yeah, I don't mind. I don't mind a natural as well. But natural yeah, for sure. You go see Jimmy in the shed, mention the potty 20% off and he will get you sorted. But the Faithful were in full voice. Post uh, Pies game, weren't they, mate? Well, they were, um, and I think look, the the sentiment as far as what I've heard has been similar to our stable. Yeah, um, a, a lot of people took something from it. It's it, there's 
normally post loss there's a lot of bashing and and that type of thing but it's it's really half half glass full isn't it glass half full glass yes. half full yes absolutely 100% it's glass half full it's a, sure. we, we showed so much on the weekend mate yeah, it's man. just just disappointing not to get the chockies there cuz it it shuts the narrative up in the mainstream media too if you get the win over the pies yeah because they're 100%. they're the it team at the moment oh they are the everyone's it. on the pies mate they're going to be the it team bloody all uh, all year I can for sure so it, it hurts you not getting that one we'll but. start off with ryan petrusevics uh, petrusevics petrusevics as if sunday afternoons couldn't get any more depressing <laughs> christ almighty word from the commentary team though that the last two games were played at the mcg we haven't kicked a goal in the second half That's of those good. two games, if that makes sense. Yeah, the injuries. Yeah, whatever else you want to say. But we fucking did well today, I'll be honest. Just the scoreboard impact, which we love, boys. We do love we it. We love it. Uh, Ryan from West High Marsh. I forgot it mid-voice note. <laughs> <laughs> fucking hell. Oh, uh, yeah. Hope you're well. Just a really... We were there. We were nearly there. Oh, well. Hope you're having a good week, lads. Ciao. On you, Ryan. Yeah, I mean, look, that that doesn't thrill me. That statistic. Yeah, well, we kick one in the second half this game. Yes, but yeah, it's uh, it's it's a it's it's a glaring stat, and we have been getting run over in a, in a few games, and I don't think it was a running over. It was sort of just a domination in yeah, the middle. It, that I, game I, I it, was a, it was a funny one. I wouldn't consider that a run over. No, um, Madeline Williamson, Maddie from Colac. Few things. Parker, excellent. Oh, yeah. Clark, excellent. Felt like Buddy was playing a bit more of a balanced role today. Really happy with that. Mm. First half, obviously really happy with that. We were in the lead at halftime. But our second halves are just woeful. We directionless. I think at one point I heard the statistic one goal from 20 entries, which is just ridiculous. You're not winning games with those stats. Um, I don't know if it's mental. I don't know if it's game plan. I don't know what it is, but it's got to stop. Yeah, we've got to play. We can't play two quarters of footy. We've got to play four. That's the bottom line. It's true. Yeah, it's bang on. Got to play four quarters of footy. Got to play four quarters. Especially against a top four opposition. Yeah, well, but, I mean, you've got to you, – it's just got to be automatic, right? For sure. See ball, get ball. Every quarter. Yep. Every minute of every quarter table. That's it. Tracy Simpson. Oh, well, boys. Tracy from Albion Park here. Wasn't expecting the win today. Thought the effort and intent was much better than in previous weeks. Loved the mongrel that we showed in the first quarter. But seriously, horse needs to give them goal-kicking lessons. Our kicking on goal was atrocious. Oh, well. Up the swannies and up the potty. It was fucking hard to watch, wasn't oh, it? Oh, doesn't it? Just kill ya. Man, there's even like, you know, Logan had that good look at that one, pushed across the face, and then your best kick in the in your team misses it, Skinny, Errol. Like, man. Bud from... That killed me. Oh, because, man, he, he was, wanted it. He was lining up right in, right in front of me. Right in front of me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like, oh, please. Like, obviously on his... 
for him, the wrong side. Yeah. You know? He likes being on the other boundary. Yeah. But I'm like, man, just this would be huge. Huge for us. If yeah. you go up and just slop this. Just would have got the one arm yeah. buddy like. Yeah, the oh. Man. God damn it. God damn. Josh Maxwell. Evening, Mads. Evening, Deeps. Evening, Faithful. Yep, tough to watch. Um, efforts there. Commitments there. Some great performances on the field. Our execution up front, forward is just letting us down game after game. Uh, um, kick like that, you're never going to win games, sadly. Anyway, lots to, to work on. Yeah, as I said, the commitment is there. The desire is there. You can see it in the boys. They tried very, very hard, sadly. Execution just let them down. On to next week. Have a great week. Faithful. Joshy from Leichhardt. On you, Joshy. Um, it's stick fat, faithful. Yeah. It's, it's building. I actually feel that there's tectonic plates shifting. A <laughs> little bit of movement. I do. I do. I think that's why, you know, we got stuck in a nick. I just, I like the, I like what we're doing. Yeah, I like the, the bones. I, I like the structure of what we're, what we're building. There was here. mongrel last week too. Yeah. At GWS. For sure. I like it. We're not, we're not taking this lying down, Faithful. Definitely not. Boris. Hello, gentlemen. Just walking home from the game now. Atmosphere was good for a Collingwood fan, but not for any Swans fans out there. Don't know where to begin. Our kicking has been atrocious. We lost to a team that has more behind than goals. Just to put that into perspective. Secondly... There's something needs to change in our mentality and the way that we're coaching. There needs to be a seismic change on the way that we approach these games because, again, we've lost in the fourth quarter. Don't know if it's conditioning, if it's mentality, but I still believe that we can make the eight. All that we need to, to, to change is our fourth quarter performances and our kicking. So... Yeah, goodbye. It's as simple as that. <laughs> it is. It's a funny thing, like the, the quarters thing. It's like starting games, man. It's yeah. like, oh, yeah, we're going to come out this week and hit them from the get-go. And then it's like, oh, we've got to finish off our games. It's it's a yeah. different different thing every week. Yeah. Uh, Josh Martin. Kick straight, kick straight, kick straight, kick straight, kick <laughs> straight, kick straight, kicks. Definitely a disappointing one tonight, especially uh, being at the G and – Hearing the boos from all the Collingwood supporters, uh, doesn't it just kill you? But that's all right. Definitely steps in the right directions as well. Up the swans, up the potty. And this is uh, J-Mart from Murrubuck. Um, I thought, the I'm going to repeat what I said in the first seg. The, the entries into 50, I loved. Yeah. Loved them. For sure. There's a... There's- Big difference. We weren't looking for Buddy. It was up the ground. Yep. And we found, like, Will Haywood a few times, Lokes, Hands a few yep. times, like, Francis in that quarter. Like, we we would definitely – our marks inside 50 would have been probably nearly the best of the season, maybe. For sure. But, like, not obviously the two two big wins we had, but be, best game moving forward, like, mo- look dangerous, for sure. Well, you can take us so much from that. Man. Yeah. Uh, Jilla. Jilla. G'day, boys. So I was at the game, um, and I've got a funny funny take on it. I take that. And some people are probably going, Liam, what the fuck are you talking about? We were better than Collingwood today. We kicked back, we win that game. So you look at that, 
and all the criticism and everything like that. Yeah, they ran over top last quarter, but that's going. We know that's what they're going to fucking do. But otherwise, we were the better team. If we were just cleaner and took our chances, we fucking win that game at the G against Collingwood and they can suck a bag of dicks. <laughs> With that being said, Nick Dacos, your new father is Ryan Clark and he has been the past three times we play him. Yes. Um, and simple as that. So take the positive out of it. We were the better team. Kick straight, we win the game. That's simple as that. On your Jilla. On your Jilla. Yeah, look, I think we were the better team for three quarters. They, they definitely outworked us in that fourth quarter. But, yeah, they're, they're, as I said in seg one, it's a hu- huge medal that uh, Ryan Clark can wear on his uh, on his shoulder with, the, you know, taking it three times in a row over That day could cost. be um, – it's a risky – it's a risky but potentially epic merch idea. <laughs> Something related to that. Ah, uh, yeah. You not could not do, for mine. I wouldn't put – I wouldn't want to do it. <laughs> you coward. <laughs> You imagine having the graphic of Ryan Clark going straight to straight to Nick Davis. If we had won the game, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but <laughs> and then, keep it in the back pocket. Yeah, We're yeah. going to beat him. It, the, it's nearly you could go with it if you had yep. three three wins and tag Dacos three times. Yep. But, you could yeah. have the score, Ryan Clark, three. Nick yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that would be all right. Uh, Harry. G'day, lads. It's Harry here. Um I'm going to be the positive person, so there's probably not a lot of positive voice notes coming in. But tell you what, there are. Obviously, number one, Errol Gordon. His uh, game cannot be un- unheard of, unsung. Played beautiful, really embodied Bloods footy, in my opinion. Played great. Um, for Luke Parker, also, you know, consecutive two weeks he's gone big. It's, I'm loving it. I think our midfield really performs well when Parker is up and about. I think just that veteran presence he brings is is helping our midfield a lot um blood's footy remnants also throughout that third quarter i think you know errol Goulden chasing down pendles to stop a goal mm. i think harry cunningham stopped that but you know we're, we're looking good you know positives stay positive lads get up to sydney enjoy the wiggles halftime show yeah Enjoy the performance, Frio. Up the blood's up the potty. Let's go. Yeah, Wiggles live at the SCG this week. That's cooked. <laughs> Epic. Get your um, kids there. Get, get your kids there, actually. For sure. For sure. Um, Toby T. Tobes. Toby T from Castle Crag, boys. Listen, I hope you are. You're loving the season. Isn't it been wonderful? Listen, I know a lot of people are putting the boot in because our kicking's not straight. We could have kicked better. We could have been more accurate. Um, but really, we were only 20 or 30 behinds from winning that game. And I know John at three-quarter time was in, get up there, boys. Get up there and pile on those behinds. We've got them where we want them. I love Foxy. I love him. You know that. I fucking hate Tom Mitchell. Fuck him. Always brings something to the table, doesn't he, Tobes? Always, always. <laughs> Toby T from Castle Crag. Castle Crag. Um, now, Dable, I don't see that you're on your phone directing me at no, all. No, I'm not. <laughs> Just not helping really you sitting back there taking the absolute <laughs> piss. Um, well, I'll flick over onto your Facebook, mate. Yeah, and I've, I've already unread all the messages there, yeah, so right. they're ready to go Beautiful. for you. Are they um, reviews or are they... No, no, post-gamers. Post-gamers? Post-gamers, mate. Yeah, okay, cool. Cool, cool. 
Cool, cool. I'll just sort of, you know, fill space here while my Facebook loads. Um, and Wiggles at the SCG. Yeah, it's uh, it's epic. It's it's not all about it, us, you know, 25, 30-year-olds. No, no, it's not. You know, you got to support it. Get your kids to the game. There's bloody more blood supporters there. Good idea from the Swans. Oh, absolutely. Love it. Red Kite. Something to do with Red Kite. Oh, uh, yeah, right. Yeah. Okay, I think nice. I saw Saundo with um, the Yellow Wiggle. Yeah, mm. right. There you go. How's yeah. your phone looking over there, My mate? My phone's good. Good. Here we go. Steve Lockhart. Oh, we got Peter Campbell, actually. Oh, boy. Oh, no. This, okay, so this will be interesting. This is at 4.41. Yeah. This will be interesting. True Bloods. Pete Campbell here from Bendigo. We've fucking Dunny here from uh, Airport West and Michael Feather. Fairweather here from fucking Doreen. The now. biggest weenie in Doreen. The biggest weenie on, in Doreen. We're coming back. Where are you, boys? We, are well, we back. wanted to have a drink with you. Not here. Not nah. Nah, we're gonna keep it low key. Nah, nah. But hey, we're in it. I don't think we. I don't think we've won it yet. But you know, we've got to be five goals up at three quarter time. We're about eight in the last quarter. But if we kick straight, we're fucking going. We're going yeah. places. I'll tell you, you, can't kick straight. The bloke behind me in the chairs. Oh wow! He, he didn't watch Collingwood last week with no glasses. Oh, oh wow! Anyway, good good chatting to you. That's Pete Campbell from fucking Bendigo now. This isn't making it on the podcast. Oh wow! Because uh, yeah, come on, mate, you can't be doing that shit. <laughs> well, probably. Probably a reason why <laughs> it was. There's always method to the madness, but go. Oh, we love is, the boys. They were a bit so flat that we boy. weren't having a drink before the game, but they were. That's it. Steve Lockhart, actually, yeah, bugger it, Steve Lockhart. G'day boys, g'day faithful. Steve from Lismore here, sitting here at three quarter time, just pondering a great remark from one of our avid faithful. Low kick, low kick, low kick, low kick, low kick. I wouldn't mind changing that this week to. Uh, Straight kick, 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 maybe a free kick. Straight kick, straight kick, straight kick, straight kick. For fuck's sakes, please, a straight kick. Very good, very good. For sure. Dazzler, Dazzler, Darren Hill. G'day, my name's Darren and no easy way of saying it, but I'm an addict. My addiction is abusing Peter Laddams. And I'm actually pretty proud of myself because I haven't abused Laddams for 10 days now. Um, even when he gives away dumb 50s, I'm, I'm keeping my cool, you know. Like, even when he misses one from dead in front, I'm not, I'm not letting it get to me. I just try and work my way through the 12 steps of recovery and, and that's step one, recognising I'm powerless, that there's nothing I can do from the couch <laughs> about the big Eshe's bloody brain farts. But, but step two is to believe in a power greater than myself and that is, of course, the Swans Selection Committee in all their wisdom. Uh, step three is to make a decision to turn myself over to an even gro- higher power, and that is Mads and Deebs and the potty to steer me through this long recovery, and hopefully I'll be able to progress on the other steps, but I fear it's a long road ahead, lads. Anyway, um, deep breaths, up the pods, up the potty, and by the way, 24-10 on the freeze, doesn't that kill you? Jeez. It does. That is great content, Darren. Good on very, you, Darren. Very, very good Yeah, stuff. a little bit for your recovery, mate. Just flick it back to last week. Have a look at what he did against GWS and, you know, that should calm you, yeah. your frustration. His, his movement around the ground last week yeah, was uh, something to behold. For sure. Uh, we got Wazza Brown. Wazza. Good night, boys. Sunday night here. Oh. Just put the kids to bed. Flat. A long afternoon. Feeling a bit flat. Emotional. Flat. Proud of the boys' efforts at three quarters. Just 
really thought we were in for a chance to take that game home in the fourth, but yeah, just didn't come up with the bickies, unfortunately. Some really good signs, I guess, for the three quarters. We take our opportunities, I guess we we probably go close to winning that one. Um, yeah, I'd be interested to hear your thoughts on where we're headed with the midfield. They looked like they were pretty competitive for most parts. Just some of that overlapped out of the contest. Oh, it's bringing us a bit undone. I'll tell you where we're headed, Wazza. Into the eight. Into the eight. That's where we're headed. Goulden, Parker, Mills, Warner. You know, Don't that, you worry about that, Wazza. That's, that's an engine room that can get it done. You relax, Wazza. We're going to be fine. We're going to be absolutely fine. Absolutely fine. Hold on, we got... Um, Go with Todd Damien. Yep, and Todd Damien, and then we're on, aren't we? Yeah. Todd Damien. Mads, Debs, Faithful, channeling the spirit of Paul Keating here. That was the loss we had to have. Let's look at the positives. We did play ourselves into a bit of form. We got a bit of that run and go going, and I think the pies have helped us capture some form. Um, we need some straight kicks, straight kicks, straight kicks, straight kicks. (laughs) Well done to Paddlebum and Blakey for having standout games. And boys, I'm inviting Chad Warner to the party. It's uh, time for him to have a breakout game. He hasn't really broken a game open this year. And it's time for him to step up and be the man that we all know he is. On the Frio and up the Swans, up the body. On you, Todd. On your Todd, I'll, I'll politely stand up for Chad here. He's still been pretty good this year. Yeah, he's been good for sure. He's been good. Yeah, I'm just just standing up. Can we um, can we do a um, an Ali Habak? We can. Well, we'll go with. I'll read the faithful yeah, question. Yeah, go for it. And then you yeah, you can get on to a bit of Ali Habak for sure. You went with hashtag Ask the Faithful. It's been a rough few weeks, but I'd like to take a different tack this week. Who has stood out and stepped up this year in your eyes? Feel free to vent about what's not going well, but I think it's important to look at the positives as well because for mine, we're not far away from it all clicking. We're not, Dable. We're not. I firmly believe that we are in a great position here. For and sure. I'd actually... It's as good a position as you can be in for yep. three and five, yep. I'll tell you what. Yep. And Todd, Todd said exactly that. I think we've played ourselves into some form. For we've sure. just been... Uh, Unlucky and inaccurate. The free kick count was actually berserk. Twenty-one to um, ten. Yeah, um, not good. Most most Collingwood supporters knew that around so, me. So I messaged Ali because Ali's been quiet for a while. Yep. And I sort of goaded him. I'm like, give us a voice note for the potty, Ali. And he gave me nothing but pain and hurt and torment. Fair so I said, it's a common theme throughout the faithful. I, I said, Ali, um, I think it's been quite positive today. Yep. To be honest. And I said, Ali, can you just give me something positive? And now I haven't listened to this, so we'll see how this goes, all right? Here we go. If you're on no true blood, she's playing very well. Braden Campbell here reminds me of a Nick Malcheski kind of player. We need to keep Braden Campbell for four, four or five years. And I'm telling you, true blood and everyone, he will be a premiership player. Yes. That's just playing with him. And, yeah, he reminds me of Nick Malcheski kind of player. Braden Campbell. I'm the one that chose him. I'm the one that told the trade pit radio we need Braden Campbell, Braden Campbell, Braden Campbell every year. <laughs> and finally we got him. I'm so happy. I chose him. You chose him. I saw the future with Braden Campbell, good player. And now we got Corey Warner. He was good too. Corey Warner. Chad Warner's brother. He's good too. He made me so happy. 
him and Chad, yeah, Corey Warner and Chad Warner and the Warner Brady Brothers. Campbell. They make me so proud to be a Swans fan. I hope other years when, as well, True Bloods, the John Cats team have kids. They have they get into one grand final, but lose it to us, <laughs> to the Sydney Swans by a big margin. <laughs> I want the Geelong Cats team and fans to feel our pain we felt in 2022. <laughs> Good on you. <laughs> so positive for a minute and a yeah. bit of it, and then had to just have a little dig. <laughs> Don't mind that from Good Adam, on you. Good Maybe on go you. with uh, Jono's was pretty good, wasn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Go with Jono. Tried to take over the podcast today, didn't he? Faithful Jono Dignardo from the Sutherland Shire. Response to the social question, I'm going to put it into three positives and three negatives of what I saw from Sunday and sort of relates to our whole season. If you want to read into it in detail, it's over on your Facebooks <laughs> on the True Bloods post about the social question. Three positives starting. Intent, ingression and ball movement was there. Not for every minute of every quarter, but it's definitely there, Faithful. We are building. Speaking of building, Luke Parker. He is definitely building back to his best, tsunami-like. He's been a bit quiet, but I think he's definitely well on his way back to some career best form. Thirdly, I think we saw some really good game plan and some uh, and the stats reflected that in how to beat sides like Collingwood, those fast-moving sides, um, and good to see something different from the coach's box. Now, three negatives. First one, we're not going to win games when we kick as many behinds as we did from set shots on Sunday. Just not good enough. Laddams going down early hurt us. Overall, Laddams needs help. Bring back Hickey. Lastly, stick up for your teammates. When Ryan Clark was 4-1 with the Collingwood boys, that is not what I want to see ever again from anyone in Swans jumpers. We pride ourselves on the Bloods culture. That definitely was not there on Sunday. Overall, overall we are building faithful. Stick fat. Good things are coming. I agree. For sure. Go Scalesy, last one. Scalesy. Boys, faithful. All right, best players this year so far, or the most improved, I reckon, uh, Braden Campbell, especially that left foot. It's an absolute weapon. Laddams, <laughs> uh, when he gets uh, when he doesn't have those brain fades, and I reckon Robbie Fox as well. He's been solid since he came back from injury as well. So it's a love what we did in the second quarter on the weekend. I just love it when we take the game on. We just look more dangerous. Um, anyway, listen, we just got to grind out the win this week. Got to get the four points against the Dockers up at the SCG. So, listen, I'm back in horse and the boys in after everything that's happened the last week. So up that potty. Scalzi here, up the bloods, let's do it, bring it home. On your Scalzi. Yeah, good on your Scalzi, but I'll jump over onto your Twitters, Mads, and Tony, Tony Carbonara. Tony Carbonara. Goes with hard to go past Errol, particularly with his effort on the weekend, but for mine. For yours. It's Ollie and Rowie. Both do their jobs every weekend, no complaints and minimal clangers. Hope they're both bloods for life. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. For sure. i got cats. Big catsy. Boys, I trust you are well. Cats from Cremorne. Look, to stick at the positives, I'd have to say that for mine, for yours. your lizard has been a great improver by necessity this year. The way he stepped up in the gap of Rampy and a few of the other holes with the McCartans, bit of rebound, strong body, it's been brilliant. As far as the negatives go, I mean, it's sort of out of our control. We could probably criticise the off-season in our retention strategy. We didn't go into acquisition and we're probably falling a bit short with the injury crisis, but that's just life. The boys are having a dip. As Deeb said, you've got to stick fat. So come on, it'll be all right. 
things will turn around so long as the intent is there. Up the potty, up the bloods. It's always, always very forthright and his language is strong. It cats. is strong. It's always good from cats. Yeah. I got Matthew Smith 510 over on your Twitters. He says, Laddams, McDonald and Campbell... Let's all not lose sight of the fact that they are 20 to 24 years old and and are still two to three years from becoming the real hard-bodied men players. It's very true. It's so true. It's very true. Yeah, you can, you really come into your, your own sort of 25 to 30. You, you're probably t- maybe 25 to, you know, 28, 29. You, you're playing your best footy. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, we have got, ooh, Jack Bissett's. First time contributor. Let's go. G'day, guys. It's Jack from Cottesloe. I trust you are well. For mine, boys. For yours. Yes, for mine. I've gone for an obvious standout performer and an under-the-radar one. So Errol is the obvious one. That left foot peg is beautiful. He's had some massive games already, and it's only his first year in the bloody midfield. So imagine what it would be like in another six games. Another six months. Fuck me. And the under the radar one has to be Jimmy Robottom. He's playing a bit of a different role this year, but honestly, ask yourselves, who are the Swans who have shown up with the exact same effort week in, week out this year? I can only think of one, and it's bloody Rowie. I am telling you, without Errol, without Rowie, this year we'd be fucked. If we're not already. Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, fair. Rowie's been great. Man. Yeah, he has been very good. I'll go with Inspired Landscapes over on your Instagram, Mads. Beautiful. He says, Errol, Logan and Braden, the big three from recent drafts, are all coming along beautifully. The quicker Errol is our sole captain, the better. No offense to the current skippers who are fantastic. The Chad... Also tracking well with some big games and some quiet ones, which he's expected at his age. We have... We have an East draw question with easy, easy, easy draw. Easy. There you go. C- good correction there, Mads. Our effort was great on the weekend. I think we have turned the corner. We have. We absolutely have. For sure. Dan Bones Elliott. G'day, fellas. Dan from Golden Bay, Western Australia here. Uh, look, it, it's it's sad. It was a sad game on the weekend. No. It had such promise. But when you miss 11 kicking shots... Mm-hmm. At goal, you're not going to win many of those. And if only we could have just straightened those up, that would have been an absolute cakewalk of a game. I I actually don't think Collingwood did a whole lot to impress me in that game. Like, to be completely honest, we lost that game. They did not win that game. But also, look, I don't want to be that guy, but when it's 24 free kicks to 10, hmm, I don't know what that's saying, but it's definitely saying something, guys. It's definitely saying something. But, look, as always, there's lots of positives there. Lots of boys stood up. But, you know, onwards to bigger things next week, boys. Up the potty, up the swannies. On your bonesy. On your bonesy. Got Nick Potter on your Facebook. He said, some good call from the True Bloods here, and I like the positives. For mine. For yours. It's Wilbur. He just keeps on taking the big marks. Mark of the... Mark of the week is coming this week. For a mid-sized forward, he's playing tall and he works up the ground to give the backs a target. One of my favourite players. Weapon. He's a weapon. I love Wilbur. He's good. Uh, Romers. Hey, Deves and Mads. It's Ethan from Wyonga here. 
Um, look, I just wanted to send in a bit of a voice note in regards to the Ask the Faithful this week. And I think someone who's really impressed me so far is Nick Blakey. I, I didn't really rate him up until the start of this year, but he's really come to his own the past couple of weeks. Obviously, he's played played well the past couple of years, but I haven't really seen much of him. But, um, yeah, he's just been really, really good this year, and I think he's really coming of age, and he's just going to get stronger and stronger as he ages. So, yeah, yeah, I'm really impressed by him this year. And But another obvious one is Braden Campbell. Like, he, he's coming to the loves side and absolutely killed it. So, yeah, those are my two for who's impressed me so far this year, boys. But, um, yeah, hopefully we can go out there and kill the Dockers this weekend. Bloody hell. On the bloods. It's pretty funny. You Joe, you go through the comments here and we're asking for positives and still everyone wants to give a negative, don't they? There's some there's some that are just like <laughs> no one. Nope, no the, one. No leaders are standing yeah. up. <laughs> Not the question we asked. Uh Ryan Lang on Facebook says thought Hayden McLean played one of his best games on the weekend for sure. He did. He was really good. And, you know, there's a lot of Errols, there's a lot of Lizards, there's a lot of Braden Campbells. So many Braden Campbells, man. For sure. But that's about wraps us up, I think that wraps us up. For Um, sure. I want to really write it home. We are almost there. Yeah. There's there's a plan in place here. There's I, I can still see... That we've got a couple of ways to win a game. Yeah, um, I can see that we've got, you know, ideally if we kick straight, a number of different avenues to goal. You just can't get too down on it. This is going to happen. We're a young side, yep. right? This is going to happen. Just stick fat and just sort of. I, I don't want to. I don't like the term "trust the process," but I, I just think we're building into something special. We are. We are. But, yeah, as we sort of touched on in the first seg, it does put a lot of weight on this week. It um, does. To, to, get the, to get the win against an opposition we should beat, who I think we're well and truly better on paper then. It's, uh, it's putting the workings and the learnings of the last three losses together and finding a way to get the chocolates and get the four points and execute our skills. And simple as that. Simple as that. And more on that in the preview coming up. You know what I love, Mads? What do you love, dude? I love the Swannies. Oh, so do I. You know what I hate, Mads? What do you hate? It's how no one talks about it. Oh, doesn't it just kill you? Now, Faithful, I need you to jump on your socials. We're on your Instagrams. We're on your Facebooks. So jump on there and give us a follow. If you listen on Spotify, follow and rate five stars. If you listen on Apple Podcasts, rate five stars and leave us a glowing review. The faithful support is what makes this potty what it is. Speaking words of wisdom. Up the Swannies. Welcome back to True Bloods, the preview of the must-win clash against Fremantle. Simply must win. Simply must win. 145 up at the SCG, Saturday afternoon. Come on, Faithful. Get behind your boys. Get to the ground if you're in Sydney and get behind the fellas. It's a must-win clash, Mads. It's huge. It's dead set huge. It's big for the club, isn't it? It's a great time slot that I will be... uh I think I will be selling vintage clothes with Mitchie Charles. Ooh, that's big. Girl. Go on. Give it a bit of a yeah, plug. We'll give that a plug at the Fitzroy Market uh, on Rose Street. We will be there likely quite early. I will be selling vintage MLB, NHL, NFL, NBA 
uh, stuff that I've collected over COVID, and Mitchie from Footy Finds has all his vintage footy gear. How so good's that? Awesome. So, Faithful, get down and see Mitchie, uh, Mitchie and Mads. And uh, just make sure you're back before one forty-five for the game. One forty-five, yeah. It's look, it's big, mate. It's big. Frio have been a little bit out of sorts this year. Yeah, but they've got weapons. Sean Darcy is a weapon. Yeah, Andrew Brayshaw is a weapon. Sean Darcy's big for our ruck stocks. Correct. Could we see the hick back this week? Oh, I hope so. We might just touch on me jumping down to the VFL on, Ooh, can on we? Saturday. Yeah, Before I had to go we... down in Frankston. I haven't been to spend much time in Frankston myself, <laughs> yeah. Dable. It was, uh, it was. Re- I actually really enjoyed it. Did it you? was good to see some of the young guys in the flesh. Did you go uh, by yourself? I did. I rocked down there. I was with uh, Elliot, Brett, and, oh, yeah, and, right. and his old man, and uh, a couple others down there as well. But it was, it was good just to see. It, it's very interesting seeing the AFL guys come back. People who have been dropped, and watching them. Uh, obviously, with the hick coming back from injury, Dill being dropped, and Goldie's first game as well. How did um How did Hick go? Hick was quiet. Limited minutes. Uh look, probably to a degree. I wouldn't have that stat for you, Mads, but spent a fair bit of time forward too. Yep. Didn't do heaps, but in the things he did. He was good, and you yep. can tell he's an AFL player. Took some good grabs, and sort of we had some opportunities to win that game once again. Inaccurate kicking killed us. We were sort of running over the top of Frankston down all day, three or four goals, and then made a bit of a charge at them in the last quarter. But yeah, couldn't get the chockies and wasteful in front of goals. This is kind of what I mean by the depth issue. I think, yeah. you know, Frankston's not a good side in the competition. They, I think they've won the one game as well. And to yep. sort of, they pretty much had the wood on us all day, killed us on turnover. Their, their run and lap game, run and overlap game was pretty good. And we sort of struggled to nullify that on the rebound a bit. But yeah, Gould, Gouldy was sensational in the in the first half, especially. He, he's a level above that level. You can tell he's composed. Right. He hits targets, lethal by foot. Like they get it in his hands and they look for him. He is he's very, very good at that level. Do you think he is a possibility of coming back in this I, week? I, I don't know. It's like on past four, past, you know, what we have to go on, right, past history, probably doesn't play. But, mate, he, he's doing all he can. Like, I don't know what he can do. And he hasn't started a full game yet, Mads. Yeah. It's it's kind of like we well, yeah we haven't really got haven't the seen chance him. to see him in in full flight yet. Give him the job at like you say you're going to play the four quarters. You're not going to be t- subbed off right, and and, le- and let him show his stuff. It's there, but yeah, something's got to change for him to sort of get games. I guess when you still got Paddy out of the side, you know Foxy comes straight back into the side. It, it's hard to see Gould coming back in and playing. Cunningham played on the weekend. Yeah, but could. That baby. out of, as in out of the side. Yeah. Sorry, I uh, messed up what you're saying there. But uh, is it are we are we lacking at all? Like, is there a, a big big forward getting hold of us every week? Probably not. And as we sort of touched on in that first seg, the you know the damage my check did was on on, on a ground level. It's true. So I, I don't know. I don't think so. Probably not. But you never know. We we throw up a we do. a surprise every week now. And and uh, I'll just touch on Dill quickly as well. Oh please, I love Dill. 
Look, looked more pretty composed. There was this contest that happened directly in front of us, and he sort of he's wheeled around, and you could tell that he's had a look. He's lowered the eyes. There was no one there. You could definitely tell he had a look, but still kicked long. So it was good to see him, um, you know, attempting to make the right decisions, yep, yep, not just sure. blazing away. And, I mean, that's a great opportunity that you have when you're – you know, come out of the side, in and out of the side. You can really hone your craft there. For sure. Yeah, I think he had 28, went okay. It was pretty big in the second half. So Yeah, huge. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, look, it's as – I, as I was saying, I guess Fremantle haven't, haven't been much, much chop, but we cannot, cannot afford to take them lightly. Yeah, definitely not. And it would probably be good to see Hick come back in and, and – you know, put up a contest with Darcy, and I think that's going to help Laddams out a lot as long as his arm's all right from the weekend, just to be able to wax together and give each other a bit of a break. And, sure. You know, and, and really be strategic about how you're going to play Darcy in the ruck because he's a big body and he, he's going to move you out of the way. So it's get separation, jump, you know, and, and try and give our ball, uh, you know, our midfielders first use. Yeah, absolutely. Really absolutely. important to what goes on on the weekend. And, and look, I think the midfield battle will be quite quite significant. They'll have their hands full. You know, you've got guys like Caleb Sarong. You've got Jaeger O'Meara sort of running through there. Um, it's They've got talent, man. They've got talent. For sure. For Luke, sure. And, I mean, the double ruck combination of Luke Jackson and Sean Darcy. Yeah, I should have touched on that before. But well, we're going to have our hands full. Hands right? full in the ruck. It's, mm. uh, it's nearly hit comes back, I, I think. Has to. McAndrew in the, in the VFL looked impactful at times. Prefer him like as a forward. Yeah, right. You know, you don't really see. Do you think he's ready to play AFL? Nah, though? he's still a bit off it. Yeah, another preseason and he's ready to go though. Yeah, for sure. Just needs a little bit more size. He'd probably get pushed around a fair bit at AFL level, but yeah, there's potential there. Yeah, cool. Yeah, um, yeah. Look, Sonny Walters always dangerous. You know, probably guys, past it. But past it, but always dangerous. Damaging. And dam- damages are stable. Yeah, for sure. Plays yeah. well against us. He does. Um, Andrew yeah. Brayshaw back in form last yeah, week too. Brayshaw. Probably been off the pace this year and, and came good. I, I tell you what, there is a, a role for Ryan Clark. Luke Ryan. Luke Ryan, for sure. Just loose stuff off half back. He, Luke Ryan's our uh, Jake Lloyd. Yep. Very comparable. Distributor. Distributor. Put some pressure on him and don't let him just walk around aim, aimlessly. That's Sam Sturt kid. I watched him the other day. He's only yeah. young, but geez, he can kick a goal as well. Yeah, wouldn't um, know the first thing. Yeah, no, he um, he looks good. Looks like a footballer. Only only young bloke, but yeah, look, I, I think I think we should be able to do it comfortably. I I just we've just got to be be careful. That that ruck combination worries me a little bit. We definitely need Hickey back in. Yeah. I don't know if I'd make any other changes per se, and that's and, and such is, I, I guess the the confidence I walked away from that game against Collingwood. I, I really don't think there's any reason to drop anyone else, to be honest. No, I don't think so. But Sheether will probably make his way out of the side with Correct. a knee injury, uh, so that probably makes way for Hickey to possibly come back into the side. Uh, Form-wise, maybe Francis after that performance. It annoyed me. You're off him. You're off him. But that's just a personal thing, like whether it's droppable. I don't know. I'll probably remove myself from that one. But, 
yeah, they're, they're probably the two that could come out of the side. Dill come back in, run uh, off the wing against, you know, a, a relatively young team in, in Frio. You know, they probably play that stop-kick game like we did a little bit on the weekend. So, be interested to see how we, we go about it. Do That's you, for sure. Are you saying you think Dill will come back in? Possibly. For whom? Well, if if Francis and Sheeva go out, oh, yeah. you're on. getting... Uh, yeah. Dill sure. and uh, Hick back in. Sure. Love it, love it, love it. I, um, look, I mean, this is, you, you, you wouldn't have thought at the start of the year, Dable, but this is so important. Yeah, it is. for the, So critically For the important. fabric of our season, it keeps it on track and it'll just, uh, you know, shore us up that we're on the right track. Correct. So this is where you, you know, everything needs to click. You put together... A four-quarter performance with a mix of sort of that possession game and the run and gun through the corridor, and then we're in a we're in a pretty good we're in a pretty good situation, right? Yeah. I don't want to look too far ahead. No. But at the end of the day, if we have a look at the, the we've we've played so far, Deeble, we've played Melbourne, Geelong, and Collingwood. Yeah, it's okay, fair, that's three of the four flag. Favorites, and I think we've played probably the bottom five teams too. Correct. And so it's it's hard. Yeah. But then we've got so we've got Frio, then we've got North in Melbourne, then we've got Car- uh, Carlton at the SCG, and then we've got St Kilda at the SCG. G-G. Now, if you win, you want to win three. Yeah. You really want to win at least three. Well, we we really want to win the next three, and then you know we're even at the at the buy. That, that's the aim of the game. Yeah. Get if back you on even keel. You're, you're laughing. Exactly right. And we're away. For sure. If you're inviting someone to the party, Mads, because we do love parties here at True Bloods. I, who, who are you inviting? I am inviting Buddy Franklin to Buddy. the party. Be nice, wouldn't it? I'd like four from him. Like Buddy used to love a party back in the day. It'd be yeah, nice having him back, yeah. wouldn't it? Four, four goals for Buddy yep. would be phenomenal. For sure. You? It's not a bad one. I'm going to invite, and this guy was huge a couple of weeks ago, and I just love what he brings and how adaptable he is at the moment, and I'd love him to come to the party with a, with a slab of doozies. Slab of doozies. Would be Nick Blakey. Nick Blakey. Liz. Mate, he's been enormous all year. Being big, he's a change role. He's sort of playing key defense yep. at, at times. And if he just finds that balance a bit more to run, be the run and gun player too, because I love his decision making and by foot. So that, that's my uh, invitation to the party, the Liz. You know what I love when he changes his kicking angle at the last minute? Yeah. It's so cool. It's what used to bring him undone in his first year or two, but now he just executes so well. That's so, the key. Uh, that's the key word for this game is execution. Execute bloods. Come want, on, boys. I want to see us seventy-five percent from set shots. Yeah, come on. Come surely, on. surely. That, that's elite going going like that. But to to turn it around three sixty or one eighty. No, I'd love. Know, but that's be, that's what I'd love to do. So we can full reversal. Do it. We can do it. We're such a skillful team, man. And you see that with our foot skills going seventy-five percent on the weekend. That's that's huge. And yeah. Just execute, boys. Mate, Come it's, on. It's not hard to kick 75% of your set shots. No, nah, it's not. It's actually not hard at all. It's not, mate. But Swans by how far? 
Five goals. Five goals. Very disappointing to see in the uh, tipping that a, a few tipped against us on the weekend. It's uh, only only natural. Ba- you're basically a dog. You're, you're a dog. Basically a dog. Stop barking out there, faithful. Tip, <laughs> tip with the faithful no, and tip no, Swannies no, no. every that's, week. That's nuffy. That's I suppose nuffy. when there's uh, money on the line. Correct, so, Dable. Fair enough. Correct, Dable. Well, if I did happen to do it one time, I'm definitely not copying any shit. I can tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, how, how much do you think we'll win by? Well, I think five goals. Five goals would uh, service me. Yep, yep. That would um, that would have me sleeping well. It would. It would, absolutely. And... And watching footy media again. Yeah. <laughs> just switch it off, don't you? I just switch. I, I, it's like I have no interest. After we lose, it's like I just have a switch flicks and I have no interest in AFL. <laughs> no, like none whatsoever. Then just ramps up Tuesday. Yep. Yep. Uh, we might jump into the tipping competition. We've got Jezza B on top with Anson William. Who tipped the perfect nine Wowie. on the weekend? So fifty-three apiece. Those two, Dale I O L tipped nine as well with fifty-two. Blake Maver on fifty-two and Cam Mack on fifty-two as well. Round so out the where, top what five. happened to the Swan? The Swan twenty twenty-one. He's in sixth with fifty-one. So okay. two off the pace. Okay. I tipped the seven this week on 44. I tipped Back six. into the hundreds for me. I tipped GWS, sadly. Ooh. Yeah, that would have lost you some positions. You must be sitting yeah, I, I, 80th, that, that 90th. Cooked that cooked me. Not ideal. Not, Not ideal. ideal. But we'll jump into the, the games this week. Friday night at the MCG. Big clash. Richmond v Geelong. Geelong. Geelong for sure. West Coast and the Gold Coast. Uh, that'd be Gold Coast. I think so. Gallant, too. gallant in defeat against Melbourne. For sure. They, they went pretty close. Simply must have, you know, you need to kick that goal and he didn't. He didn't. Uh, Port North Melbourne down in Tassie. Uh, that'll be uh, the Jason Horn Francis Booathon. Booathon. <laughs> um, and there'll be a lot of North people getting down, down to Tassie. Down in Tassie, Tassie for sure. Thought. That'll be interesting um, media this I, week. You know what? You know what? North Melbourne to bounce to to really steady the ship. Yeah, here. right. They, they are due one. That would be they huge. are due one. Melbourne Hawthorne, MCG. Uh, <clears throat> Melbourne by a lot. Lions Essendon. Lions by a lot. I think so. And nearly game of the round. Carlton v Western Bulldogs at Marvel. This is a tough one. Carlton supporters were leaving at halftime. <laughs> yeah. Is there a more bandwagon club yeah. than Carlton? Yeah. Oh, you're getting done by six goals and you walk out early. Five. Yeah. It was even four or five at the time. Yep. Like piss poor. Piss poor, Deeble. Piss poor, I think. But I'll tip the piss poor club. You know what, Carlton. though? Bont's going that well. So well. Libba as well. Norton. They've got some... I'm going dogs. Fair call. Fair call. Lions were pretty good last week to get over the dogs like they did. Yeah. Uh, Adelaide St Kilda. Uh, Adelaide. That's probably the game of the round. Deal. Yeah, it's up there. Yep. Um, Adelaide. Saints in third still. It's berserk. Um, running away. Are you going to have a lock of the week or? Oh, Oakley locksmith's lock of the week. Oh, geez. Gamble responsibly. Always. It's got to be Melbourne against Hawthorne. Yep, surely. <laughs> Lock so. of the week. Lock of the week. You could even multi it into Collingwood uh, GWS for a dollar thirty or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's you probably cool. could actually. 
you could. They, they, they would be my locks. Okay, there you go. There you have it, Faithful. They're the locks of the week. They're the locks of the week. Any housekeeping to touch on, Mads? Don't think so. Not really. Jump on and buy your doozies. Yeah, go and buy some doozies. Help, well, uh, help the boys They're on your out. Dan Murphy's online. They're in our link tree. If you jump on our link tree. Help the boys out. Help the boys out. Ollie, buy a cheeky doozy. Ollie, Will, Haynes. Um, if we if we win eventually, uh, we may release something. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> may okay. release something. So keep your eyes out on that after we beat the Fremantle Dockers by five goals. For sure. Um, but other than that, Dable, I think that about wraps us up. Oh, we can probably touch on and put this out into the universe. We'll be definitely up in Sydney for the Carlton game yes. in three weeks. Yes. So I think that's the 26th of May. It is. Uh, we'll, we'll be going to the game. We'll be doing something pre-game as well. We'll touch on that the week of. I've but actually got a book in leave. That reminds me. Yeah. I, I did that today, actually. What, you text Dad and say, hey, I'm not going to be in on nah, Friday? Yeah, mate, you, you got to go to the boss, the receptionist. Oh, mate, really? You know, the bookkeeper. <laughs> Bloody oath, that's a real boss. That's who you got to get close in one. The one who pay, pays your wage, mate. Yeah, so I got that sorted today. But we'll, we'll be organising something, and that, that'll be good fun. So Sydney faithful, you know, get to wherever we go, and Melbourne faithful, book a trip, come up with us, and we'll be making a big thing of it because we don't get to Sydney all that often. So uh, Probably, I would say it won't be the bat and ball this time. No, it could be somewhere different, but the bat and ball is always solid too. We'll it have is. a good time there. But, mate, this has been True Bloods, the number one independent Sydney Swans fan podcast, number one in the hearts, number one in the charts, mad speaking words of wisdom up the potty. You know, Dable, here at True Bloods, we don't take life too seriously. We really don't, do we, Mads? Do you know who else doesn't who take Who is that, Mads? <laughs> That'd be Doozy, Dable. Well, they're over on your Instagrams, Faithful, at Doozy Drinks, and that's where you show them the love. And Debs, there's nothing they love more than seeing people enjoying a doozy. So if you're out of a nighttime having a few doozies, make sure you tag them in your photos.